following is a Journey into Comics Network production. Hey guys, Dick here from Podcastrophy Podcast, and you are listening to the best of the Journey into Comics Network, where we take the best of each episode from the week, and we highlight it for you and bring it to you in the form of this podcast today. If you want, you know, you know, just uh, take a breather, relax, listen to the best of the Journey into Comics Network, and, you know, just do me a favor. Just do me one solid favor. Try to make every day a big dick day. Thanks, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Journey into Comics. The movies in reverse order from the worst to the best. Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, um, Phantom. Not that Phantom's bad. Then uh, I would do... And, uh, Jedi, then Rogue One, New Hope, or no, no, Rogue One, and then um, Force Awakens, New Hope, Empire, Jedi. Did I miss one? I feel like I missed one. I don't think no. so. No? no? I think you got them no. all. Okay, good. If I missed one, folks, I'm sorry. No, I got them all. And then I think the solo story is going to take place leading up to him in um, A New Hope. It's going to be in the same time frame as Rogue One took place. Just do you, do you really think so? Another pocket of the story, yeah. interesting. I don't think I don't think it makes sense to try to go back and tell an early young Han Solo story. Did you like, know that after, like, okay, so right after Jedi, uh, now this is in the new continuity, uh, right after that, on Endor, Luke and Han, Luke, Luke and Han, wow. Leia and Han got married. Okay. <laughs> Luke and Han. On Endor they got married? Yeah. On Endor. Wait, in a very the forest moon of Endor? Yeah, uh, yes. Forest okay. moon of Endor. Um, they got married, and it was a very small ceremony. Close friends and family only. Never made public. Oh. Never made public. After that. That's why she's still Leia Organa. Yes. After that, uh, they during the little war between the New Republic and the... And the uh, and the Empire, they learned that the Empire was planning on reducing Wookiee numbers on on Kashyyyk. Han and Chewie go and free the Wookiees from the Empire. Oh, you think it's going to be that story? No, I'm just saying oh, that, would, that be would be fucking tits. awesome yeah, to see. You know that story play out because that's mm. like, you know. Jim, I don't know if it's ever explicitly said in the movies. I, it, it's not, but Chewie definitely has some sort of life debt to Han. Oh, absolutely. There's they've no never doubt. they've never explored that deeper though. But it's also not even like treated that way. No, it's not at all. They're buds. Yep. Han, Han doesn't see him as you have a life debt to me. You owe me. They're buds. They're you know they're you know he'll do anything for Chewie. She will do anything for him. Which is my one of my favorite scenes from Force Awakens. Oh, they captured that when he so fucking great. snarls and just shoots that motherfucker with that crossbow, it's like bam. But um, we're so we're ranking them, right? Yeah. All right. So the worst fucking Star Wars movie of all time is Attack of the Clones. Agreed. It's what's it's absolutely. I think that's going to be across the board. Yeah. Can we just say unanimously <laughs> that Attack Attack of the Clones is number one of worst of worst. It, it's it's fucking abysmal 
It has very few redeeming qualities. The, even the awesome Yoda flipping around thing does not save that. Especially since Dooku is so terribly CGI'd in it. It's oh, so obvious. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and what's his name? Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Great actor. Come on. I'm not going to try and take away anything from him. Great actor. He, I, I really dig the character. Very short-lived. Very unfortunate to have most of his scenes be in that movie. Jango Fett. Joke. Um... So, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, easily, like the next worst. Okay. Uh, it's a it's it's a fun movie, but it's boring. Also true. It it just takes a lot to get that thing going, and then when you you get some good stuff in it. Uh, next up would be Revenge of the Sith. And so all three of the prequels for me are right there at the bottom. And I think Revenge of the Sith tells the best story out of any of them, because it is it, it is Anakin's fall, and it's the best part of that entire story. It's whatever it's what yeah. everybody wanted to see. That they do a lot of fan service in that movie, and uh, and that was like some of the first real fan service, other than like cool cool Jedi battles. Seeing the Vader stuff was like, and then the full circle stuff, the the you know separating of the twins, the Tatooine thing. Looking at the double suns, um, so up next for me would be a new hope. The even though it's the original, it's a bit of a bit of a drag to get through. Even we re, re, like kind of rewatching it. I love the movie, um, but it's just like man, you go through the motions. It's it's not the best laid out movie. It don't pick up till it picks up. Yes, yes. I mean. To to say that would is almost like to not even really point out where it does. It just it really gets an emotion well into the movie. It takes a little bit to get to that point. Up next for me would probably be Rogue One. Um, kind of drags a little bit too. Has a good story. Depressing. Pretty depressing, but or real. I mean, you look at it the other way. It's just realistic. Yeah. Well, I mean, True. Uh, that that's life with the Empire. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So so we have attack, Phantom, Revenge. Did I say New Hope next? Yep. yep. And then you said Rogue. Rogue. And so then what we have left is... Man. The last two OGs, Force and Jedi. Man. New Jedi. <laughs> I'm trying to... F- last to... Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> Jetties. I like it. Okay. Um, these next two could almost be flipped. For me, but I'm just gonna say it like this: Force Awakens, okay, and then Jedi, okay, because I'm having a hard time distinguish because Force Awakens is fucking amazing, but Jedi has one of the most satisfying character uh, closures in Vader, in the redemption of Vader, the redem- the the redeeming of the unredeemable. He's meant to be the most villainous motherfucker. He struck down younglings. Well, he brought down he brought down basically all of society while he was throwing a tantrum. <laughs> I mean, think wrong. about it. I love man, and it's not even really truly expressed in words. The moment that he finds out that that Luke is his son. Anakin's alive. And he's been dead for years. 
He's been, he's been existing as, as Vader. Now he's alive. Now there's like, he's alive. What? I might, oh my God. So then there's the whole, I got to bring him to the emperor. It's like, okay, but, but okay, maybe I don't have to. I, I do, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when I get there. Let's just get him. And then he, then Luke is defying him. And they, he, they have this, like the first little lightsaber fight and he's testing him. He's seeing, you know, hmm, pretty good kid. Pretty good. And there's a sense of pride. This is my son. Holy shit. How long has he been training? That long, huh? God, this gets powerful. <laughs> you know? It's like, can you imagine? And then, of course, he knows what, what Palpatine wants with him. He knows he's a shadow of himself at this point. Still powerful as fuck. Right. But knows that this young, hungry lion of a possible snoop prentice could outdo him but what if he and him together so then there's the reveal he's never the same after that vader is never the same guy after that because now all he can think about is his son he's torn there's that lightness in him he's like my son can i bring myself to do it to either accept my fate and let him turn and let him take my spot or kill him. And he goes through the motions. They have those conversations. And then they have the final showdown where Luke beats him. With rage. With ra- yeah, with yeah, with the rage. And but doesn't kill him. So then Vader's like slumped and he's defeated. And then his son's getting tortured. Basically dying. And he's like I won't let I won't let him take him away from me again. That having a child is a different emotion now. Seeing that, mm-hmm. especially when you watch the specialized and he doesn't say anything. Yeah, he just does it. He does in actions. You don't need words in that scene. It's just it's 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 an awesome, beautiful scene because then Luke goes to him, and they they have this word. They have this this wordless moment, a father and son. Well, especially with the the score in the background, yes, just that, and it's so sad. Yep, and it's like dread, and then and then of course there's the the whole reveal of like the face and the mask, and then they have this solace moment of where they look in each other's eyes. It's like my the awfulness that I've done can be undone through you. You are my legacy now. And that, to me, is why Jedi probably trumps Force. Force has so many moments that are awesome, but it's that closure of that moment. Now, I know a lot of news has happened since episode 15, and there's really four things I'm going to talk about here in today's episode. But first, I want to kick it off with the Alabama election for the seat that Jeff Sessions left vacant when he was put into Trump's cabinet. Now, as we talked about, there was the Republican candidate, Roy Moore, who was under 
uh, sexual assault allegations about his interactions with uh, a girl as young as 14, as well as some girls in their late teens. And it really put Republicans at odds because Trump put that kind of person he supported him said, uh, basically, don't care about his personality. We need a Republican vote in the, uh, in the Senate to get these bills passed that I want to push my agenda. And Democrats were all very against it. And it basically came down to, is Alabama going to vote the way they have voted for the past couple decades? Or if they're going to break from tradition and support someone, a Democrat, who doesn't have this kind of past and the issues that Roy Moore seemed to have. And I was watching the results as they were coming in, and it was looking pretty close for a good part of the evening, and then it was announced that Democratic candidate Doug Jones won by, I think it came out to about 1.5%, which was ridiculous because for the past 25 years, a Republican has held those Senate seats. So this is the first time in my lifetime, essentially, that we've had a a Democrat who's going to be representing the state of Alabama in the Senate. And I'm really going to go over this article that The Guardian put out um, regarding the election. It said, the title is, A Perfect Storm, How Liberal Millennials and African Americans Delivered a Stunning Alabama's Result. Uh, Group that drove Doug Jones' win over Roy Moore and Donald Trump in the Senate election insists Democrat must not simply take credit and relax. Um, so this is kind of, I'm going to go through, it's a kind of a long article, but I think it's as a, it's a great uh, thing to kind of hear about. So this is about a person. So it's, uh, Jordan Crenshaw was homeschooled in small town Alabama. You waved at people at stop signs, she recalls. Your community was very complete, was very completely reflective of your church. It was very conservative upbringing politically and religiously. Crenshaw's father voted for Donald Trump in last year's presidential election, but when his fellow Republican Roy Moore, an accused pedophile, looked on course for victory in this week's U.S. Senate race in Alabama, Crenshaw turned to her husband and said, can we live here? Can we raise our children here? Thankfully, did not come to that. Moore suffered a stunning defeat by Doug Jones, the first Democrat to take a Senate seat in Alabama for a quarter of a century. At Doug Jones's uh, watch party in the ballroom of a Birmingham hotel, the sense of joy, relief, and release was palpable in hugs, tears, and high fives. It felt like the first time since November 2016 that America had broken the spell of Trump. Which is true. I've said this before, that if if Roy Moore would have gotten elected, that would prove that anyone Trump puts his, his support behind, anyone Trump tries to push through, if he can get someone like Roy Moore elected, he can get anyone elected, and that puts the Democrats in a very scary place for the midterm elections in 2018. And getting back to the article, it says, For many, the past year has served up what feels like a bruising, bewildering assault on institutions, decency, and truth itself. When Trump endorsed Moore, a Christian fundamentalist accused of sexual misconduct with teenage girls, it seemed the pit was bottomless. But here, in the unlikeliest of states, came resistance forged from a coalition of women, African-Americans, and university-educated suburbanites, and millennials such as Crenshaw. As millennials, we've made a conscious choice. A disappointing performance among millennials was one of the reasons that Hillary Clinton lost to Trump last year. According to exit polls, Jones won voters aged 18 to 29 by 60% to Roy Moore's 38%. That was a dramatic turnaround from the 2012 election when Barack Obama lost Alabama voters 
aged 18 to 29, to Mitt Romney by 4 percentage points. With the help of targeted text messages and digital advertising, Democrats enjoyed a particular surge in college areas. In Tuscaloosa County, home to the University of Alabama, Jones won with 57.2% of the vote, about 19 points better than Clinton managed. In Lee County, home of Auburn University, Jones took 57.4%, 21.5 points more than Clinton. Issues such as abortion and gay marriage were losing purchase, says uh, Jake Carnley, founder of a candle shop in Birmingham. This election showed that they, are, that they are fading. The propaganda machine has been able to hijack the conservative agenda by pretending these issues swing on elections when in fact they are already protected by the government. They suggest it's still up in the air when it's not. That priorities have defined to the economy and in this election simple decency. As this administration gets more zany, people have decided whether they're on decency and choose empathy over ignorance. Empathy or issues that could really divide us. As millennials, we've made a conscious choice. Uh, Carnley added, I think one reason we are able to choose empathy is that we know gay people and we know black people. We are locking arms with people in this fight and have real stakes in it. And that's perhaps something our parents and grandparents never had. For millennials, it's about being able to put a face and a personality to an issue rather than just an idea. And I think, I'm really not going to go through the rest of this article, but it's uh, definitely worth reading. It's the... Guardian article, Alabama Senate election, Doug joins Roy Moore, uh, Donald Trump is what the link is, or it's the perfect storm, how liberal millennials and African Americans delivered a stunning Alabama result. So I really encourage you to read the rest of that article. It's just a lot of detail, and I think it's definitely worth reading about. And uh, when it came time for Roy Moore to concede at the end of the night... Roy Moore chose to not concede and said, it's a close margin, we're going to do a refote, we have to uh, trust that, I remember the exact words, but essentially that uh, God uh, God will choose, or God has the answers, or and I think at this point God has cho- said that you do not belong in the Senate, and he should just concede, and in a recent uh, Time article, uh, Doug Jones has also urged Roy Moore to move on from this Senate race. On uh, on Sunday's political talk shows, Senator-elect D- Doug Jones said, I think it's time to move on. Alabama has spoken. It was a close election. There's no question about that, but elections can be close sometimes. But now it's time to heal. Now it's time to move on and go to the next thing. Moore said in a video released Wednesday, he said that the current vote count does not include military and provisional ballots, and that is why he's waiting on the certification of the votes from Alabama Secretary of State. The votes are expected to be certified between December 26th and January 3rd, but Alabama Secretary of State John Merrill said it was highly unlikely these ballots would result in any significant change. On Friday, Moore sent a fundraising email asking for contributions to his election integrity fund to investigate voter fraud. It writing that the battle is not over. Uh, Jones, who cannot be sworn in until the sen- into the Senate until the votes have been certified, told Tapper he is proceeding as though the votes will certify his victory and is starting to build out his team. He said, we're ready, we're starting to put our team together to take over and try to get in there as soon as possible. So... As I expected, and I think this kind of mirrors what I thought was going to happen if Trump would have lost in 2016. He would have, like, if the results would have been flipped, if Hillary Clinton had won the electoral vote and Trump would have won the popular vote, he would have dug his heels in about the popular vote is the people have spoken, and I am going to push with everything I have to 
prove the people's vote right. And I can entirely see that happening. And I can see here that Roy Moore is a similar vein. He is not going to concede until the final bit of information is out and that he knows undoubtedly that he lost the election. So we'll kind of see how that finally shakes out and we'll know by the end of this year, a little after Christmas or the beginning of next year. So I'll update you on that as I find out more information. And I know people were saying that uh, a Democrat from Alabama will help swing the tide, but in this recent article um, from another interview with Doug Jones, it says, uh, Senator-elect Doug Jones, don't expect me to vote solidly for Republicans or Democrats. He said in the, um, isn't further in that CNN State of the Union article, or interview with uh, Jake Tapper, he said that noted that Alabama is a deeply red state that turned out for Donald Trump in 2016. He says, your re-election, um, sorry, that's a little hard to read. I'm just going to read it exactly as it's written in the article. It says, Jake Tapper, host of CNN State of the Union, noted that Alabama is a deeply red state that turned out for Donald Trump in 2016. He said, in quote, your re-election is just in three years, Tapper told Jones. In order to truly represent your state, do you need to consider voting with Republicans on some issues? And Jones replied, of course I do. He said, I mean, look, Jake, one of the problems in American politics right now is, in my opinion, is that everybody thinks because you're a member of one party or another, you're going to vote a certain way. And that should not be the case. It shouldn't ever be the case. I'm going to talk to people on both sides of the aisle, try to figure out what I think is in the best interest of my state and in the country. Now, don't expect me to solidly vote Republicans or Democrats. I came up with Senator Howell Heflin from Alabama many years ago. He did always to do the things that he thought was the best interest of his constituents, which is the state of Alabama. And I don't think anybody should depend on, be able to count on my vote for anything. They have to go make sure that I'm looking at it, studying it, I'm going to study all sides. Asked if there is an, asked if there is an issue where Jones might vote with Republicans, he said he would take a close look at the infrastructure bill. Jones also sided with the Trump White House on the question of sexual harassment. When Tapper told Jones if President Trump should resign given the horrific allegations against him, Jones said no. He said, you know, Jake, where I am on the right side is now that those allegations were made before the elections, and so people had an opportunity to judge before the election. I think we need to move on and not get distracted by those issues. Let's get on with the real issues that are facing people in this country right now, and I don't think that the president ought to resign at this point. We will see how things go. But certainly those allegations are not new, and he was elected with those allegations at front and center. Red meat, we crave sustenance. Guys, we are not invading my aunt. Yeah, we had a nice little uh, Christmassy brunch. Do you want to dish on that? Okay, yeah, so we decided that we wanted to have brunch today. It's a... A cold winter morning and whatever. So AP brought over some mimosa fixins, mm-hmm. which they were delicious. I'm still sipping on mine. And uh, we had to get the orange juice with the pulp, of course. Oh, I, I love that when I was like, do you like pulp? I always like some pulp. When you put some a Pulp Fiction picture up on our Facebook. It was, uh, oh, yeah. it was Travolta, AP, right? Yeah. yeah, AP sent a message to our group. What kind of orange juice do you want? Pulp or no pulp? No pulp. And I'm just like, oh, well, of course we need all the pulp. Oh, yeah. And then I sent a little John Travolta gift. And then we went to the store this morning and bought more orange juice with even more pulp. Yeah, we got the high pulp. Oh, man. High pulp. Yeah, yeah. the Simply Orange. 
I'm excited about that. So anyway, yeah, so we uh, had mimosas for breakfast while we were cooking. Uh, Nate was making magnificent French toast. We used cottage bread and put cinnamon and vanilla in the mixture. And uh, it turned out perfect. I really loved it. And then I made... Also almond milk. Oh, yeah, and we put almond milk in it, you know. And then um, we we burnt... Nate burnt the bacon. We had some thick-cut bacon that turned into the, the return of the bacon sludge. Yeah. Put on some Nutella, that Nutella spread that you made. Yeah, that was I made. Okay, so this uh, this fruit frosting that I made today is just like a brick of cream cheese mixed with um, a teaspoon of vanilla, like a half a cup of confectioner sugar, and then a couple uh, tablespoons of Nutella. So it was like super light and fluffy, and you can spread it like frosting. And that's what I did. We made little sandwiches out of it, and I cut up some fresh raspberries and some strawberries and. Then we covered it in fucking maple syrup, and it was spectacular. I'm super pleased with our our brunch endeavor. We have amazing pictures, by the way. I don't know if you peeped those yet. Oh, yeah. I looked uh, at them. We'll post them on our Instagram later today. Yeah. So you can see what our brunch looked like before we ate it. We had never done a brunch. We have not. No, we stick to, like, lunch and dinners, typically. Or pizza. Or pizza, yeah. I think pizza's been, like, four of our eight episodes this season. Yeah. Really? Is it that is that high a number? It's at least three. Well, it's my favorite. At least three. Wow, I didn't realize it was that even that many this season. It was our, I think it was our return episode. Welcome back. Uh huh. Because we did uh, pizza as the like we did with the first episode of the first season, and then when did we do it again? Even we did it like two episodes later. I don't. Did we do like the first the first uh, Lauren episode? Didn't we have pizza? That was the first episode. She's th- she's been on. I thought like we've done it more than one. once, though. I don't know. Yeah, because the first episode, Lauren came on as a guest. That's right. And then we loved having her on so much. We just were like, "Hey, you need to be a co-host." She's, she's like, "Okay." We should mention <laughs> Lauren. Is yeah, not Lauren's here sick today. today. She couldn't make it today. Shout out to Lauren. We miss yes. you. Feel better. <laughs> we'll bring you a mimosa. Do you yeah, want a mimosa? That, I don't know if the mimosa would help her <laughs> or make it worse. Orange Maybe juice. a hot toddy. Hot toddy. Yeah. Ooh. That sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, brunch is great, and I love uh, <laughs> making French toast. You gave me some cool tips today. I make French toast differently. I usually just like use egg, pepper, oh and God. salt, and just kind of pepper. Like, yeah, a little bit. You put pepper in your French toast? Uh, just a tiny bit, and then when you put the cinnamon on it, and they mix, it's like you a put sweet heat. Pepper on your French toast? Just a pinch, yeah. Nate, I just <laughs> realized Justice League's brunch reference. Do you remember that with the Flash? I don't. When he's like, you don't have friends and you guys go get like brunch or, <laughs> do you remember that? I was yes, like, yes, yes. So uh, loser has to have brunch. <laughs> you know, I didn't hate Ezra Miller in that movie as much as I thought I was going to. In Justice League. I wanted to not like him because mm-hmm. I'm like Grant. Gustin Nobody is can my... beat Grant Gustin. But he's I was like, the Flash for me for all time. For accepting, I can accept him as a Flash. He's mm-hmm. not. It's not my yeah. Flash, but he's. Yeah, he's not my Flash. But he's a flash. <laughs> All right. So, um, so yeah, we had a delicious, beautiful brunch. Yeah, very full. The fruit was tasty and on sale. <laughs> That's the best part about it. Also, yeah. the most interestingly shaped strawberries I've ever seen. Yeah, they were weird. Almost grape shaped. They were like elongated, like, like oblong. Yeah. And I actually like cut them like they into were good for cutting, slices. Though. Yeah, it was weird. It worked weird. really nice. It was a really great spread. Yeah, it was, it was really good. This was a very delicious, different food for us. Uh, not we very should do heavy. breakfast and brunch more often. I yeah. think that's where where it's at. Yeah, I agree with that. I wanted to try did your. Do, did we do 
eggs at one point on a show, but it was like as a part of a. Oh, you did the uh, during did... the Chopped Club. That was episode three. Was Chopped Club? That's right. Yeah, I just I don't know why. I yeah, we should do another like brunch episode or like a strict breakfast or something. Sure, I can't wait for an episode where Nate doesn't cook. Well, you're should, the one who keeps volunteering. What we should do. Well, you, next time I'm maybe next time I'm not volunteering. Maybe maybe in uh, season three we can have a an episode in my neck of the woods and we can. Yes, I would love that. We could do that yeah. even in season two. We've got time. Yeah, lots of episodes to go. Yeah, definitely. I think we're looking at a 24 episode season. Really? That's yes. awesome. And yeah, we'll, we'll only take to... like a month off and then come right back to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll definitely have to come up to my neck of the woods. Well, we'll, we'll, well need we those gotta... episodes based on how much shit we've already been watching. Like, well, we've seen, like, what, three movies in the past couple? Six days I've seen two movies in theaters, but I saw one twice. Yeah, we... So. Yeah, do you want to just jump into what we're talking about today? Well... Speaking of what we've we're, seen? We're gonna talk Star Wars eventually, because it's Star Wars week on the network, everybody. I feel like every show is gonna discuss Star Wars in some yes. form or yeah. fashion. It's Star... Well, it is the season. It's Star a- Wars Day. Actually, I, I want to take that back, because... Uh, podcastrophe was pre-recorded before Last Jedi came out, so that episode is not going to be Star, uh, Wars related. Star Wars related. But the next episode, his episode 17, I'm sure will, so he'll just be a little out of sync yeah. with the network. But for the most part, it'll be all, all I do Star have to Wars. Say, I'm kind of circling back, but if we go, if we save our money when we go to my neck of the woods, we can go see a movie at the 4DX Theater by me. What is 4DX? It's a total immersion, like sight, sound, smells, like if there's weird, if there's like fire, you can smell smoke in the theater. If there, it's raining, you can feel water on your face. Like there's misting and stuff. It's very that immersive. sounds dope. If it'd be the right movie, but I well, mean, you're paying for the. It's like, do they have Star Wars in 4DX? Probably. Holy oh, shit! It's only like, it's ex, it's a little like more expensive. It's like probably ten dollars more than like the average movie ticket. So it's like twenty six bucks. Yeah. But still, for Damn. what you're getting, for if you found the right movie, oh, like full- Infinity War or something, would be. Oh my god, we have to plan that. We gotta plan. Oh my that. gosh, that'll be our. Um, I don't know where the calendar is. I'm panicking. I cannot. I can't. I'm just. I'm gonna. I'll look. Look. You're later. locked in. I'm like locked in. Episode fifteen I'm or something. Stuck. But somewhere around there, maybe we can do that. The Infinity War weekend, we can do a wrap up at your neck of the woods and see it in four DX. Yeah. You said, it's, wow, it's, it's a lot of things to say yeah i was like the future it's at this uh, theater in gurney which is like 20 minutes from my place oh wow not bad you live north i'm like i'm up up near wisconsin yeah no it's like less than an hour to milwaukee true north then why the hell didn't you come to our show oh (laughs) (laughs) damn we played a show in milwaukee (laughs) she just busted you out i want to see i think i might see your beat house show We're, yeah, we're playing a show at the Beat Kitchen. Oh, Beat Kitchen. In Chicago <laughs> on the 10th of January. The Beat House. Oh, man. That might be the episode oh, title. Maybe, maybe we should, uh, for our sound check at that show, play Beat on the Bread. Oh, yeah. I like that. would be fun. Okay, I like that. I'm, we're already, wheels are turning. We'll, yeah, yeah. we'll get back that's to a, that. That's a different topic. Uh, anyway. Well, I was going to, before we got really deep into food or into the movie side of thing. I wanted to try to bring a segment back that Sorta Live used to do. That was Brando's first spinoff show. Went a couple episodes, I think it went like nine episodes or something. Uh, But they would always try something new on the show that they've never had before and experience it together and then discuss. I have brought today for us a Hershey's Gold Peanuts and Pretzels bar with caramelized cream. 
So I'm going to open this thing <laughs> sounds up. Sounds interesting. And I'll start sharing it with you guys. It's already broke up gold. into three pieces. So it's oh. gold chocolate. Yes. It looks interesting. Okay. I don't like peanuts. That looks like a... Um, wow, it breaks perfectly. This is fuck. This is nuts. Kind of like a bark, like a like a peanut bark. Sure. So. Well, it has like pretzels in it, and. There's shit. one for you. Okay. All right. So, um, V's gonna take a picture first, and then we'll uh, get into actually eating it and try it. We'll we'll do it together. It smells good. Definitely smells good. I like peanut butter. How's it looking in the photography? Uh, lame, this but whatever. This is live Instagram. We'll figure it out later. I'll whatever. take one. Okay, you ready? Uh, yeah, cheers. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, hot damn. In the words of you. I like the pretzel. It's just enough. Mm-hmm. It's subtle. It's a little bit of salty. It's a lot of sweet in a good way. Very well balanced. Mm. This is... Fucking incredible. That might be my favorite non-traditional Hershey's chocolate. I have never had anything like this before in my life. Here, there's more. Holy shit. Here. I think, I think, uh, yeah, think V's to gonna me. buy a bar of it on her way home. Give it to me. Wow, way to go, Hershey's. I'm glad I picked this up. No, I've met her at the oh. wedding. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Speaking of the wedding, those grandmas loved me. <laughs> <laughs> they really did. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't know what you did with them afterwards, but did you just, leave it there. I'm charming. You're we'll convinced that like every girl that like talks to you like loves you. Uh, yeah. You thought that her <laughs> uh, sister was yeah. hitting on you. Like, dude, yo, girl, no, it was, I'm going to be no homewrecker. Anyways, this is live feed, so we're not speaking of this, but... It's because you know you're full of shit. Probably. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, no. I remember that one time, it was funny, when I took out your mother-in-law to dance, and I was doing, like, that one knee thing, and I looked over, and Kristen's dad just gave me, like, the dirtiest look ever, and I was just like, I'm gonna walk away. That was funny. <laughs> that was so funny. I couldn't help myself. Oh. I had a uh, I had a fun time at my wedding. Had a, I would hope. It was pretty... <laughs> right? It's pretty funny when I found out my dad wanted to beat up Ryan Cornwall. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. It was, I was the one sitting with Ryan, just hearing all the shit he was saying, and then as soon as I, as soon as I heard, like, yeah, David Wilcox is pissed. Yeah, no. I'm like, oh shit, he heard. Yeah, no, oh, my dad man. was like, tell Ryan can shut his goddamn mouth for him. Shut it up for him. And I'm just like, what the hell's going on? He was talking about your mom. Hello. <laughs> My mom's like, he kept giving me this creepy eye. He's weird. Oh, <laughs> oh, Ryan! Don't ah, uh, don't ah, uh, Ryan! No, Ryan. This is a weird situation. It's man. just funny. It's classic, it's classic Ryan. It's funny. It's, it's classic Cornwall. Yeah, so um, my mom kept saying like, kept looking at her, like singing to her, going like. <laughs> what, just, was, what was he singing to her? <laughs> I don't know. I just I remember know about this part. I just remember when they did like Stacy's mom. Uh huh. Him and Ethan kept like looking at me, going, "Matt's mom has got it going on," and I was just like, "Cool." <laughs> this makes me dread getting married. It's oh uh, shit. That's right. Huh? Blaine's mom's hot. 
Yep. I actually was never one of your friends. I was always like, dude, your mom. No. There, it, it, actually, there weren't too many. It was mostly like Ethan and Zach and them and Andy. And everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of it at work, too. But His mom is a very beautiful woman. My mom is a very beautiful woman. She's a very nice lady, too. No my matter. But I'm is, sure she's great. My mom is incredible. I love, my, I love that <laughs> She's <woman>. one dynamite gal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You all right. <laughs> I can't even remember your mom's name. It's been so long. It starts with a B. I know that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't start with a B. It starts with a B now. Ah, uh, Stephanie. Yep, there you go. Oh, That's okay. not a B. She didn't say shit. Look at me. <laughs> oh, She's watching Boy Meets World. Still? Yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic show. I've never seen Boy Meets World. Wow, it's me either. It's on Hulu. Today. I yeah. was watching it earlier. All I was enjoying seasons. it until I fell asleep. Yeah. Because we were waiting on you for 18 years. How long was I asleep? Do you know? Like five minutes, okay. 10 minutes. Oh, you fell asleep? Yeah, me, I fell asleep. I fell asleep on my girlfriend and Matt comes over and just slaps me on the face. <laughs> I, I brushed him gently. I was like, wake up. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, what that mouth do? It was, it, was, it, was quite, it was quite the forceful brush. <laughs> I'm a strong man. I'm a big, powerful dude, all right? Yes. With small hands. With baby hands, which means that all the pressure is more compact into a small size, which means it feels like it hits harder. Mm-hmm. Science. It's more dense. Science. Yeah. Dense. Science, bitch. <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> okay. Sponsored. I feel like we are uh, just rambling on. We need some we topics. We do that. We do We that. need some it's more okay. topics. Topic away. I don't know any topics. Uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Most embarrassing moment. Go. Oh, shit. Uh, the blaning. The what? The blaning. What's that? Uh, something I haven't talked about on my podcast yet. Well, well we no. can't. You can't answer the question without really answering the question. You can't half answer it. Listen, you don't half ass two things, son. Your, whole Your ass full one. ass one. Your thing. whole ass one thing. Oh, is it whole ass? Yeah. yeah. Full whole. Same shit. So full the planning. <laughs> I actually have. I have told this on the network before. Uh, I uh, the it was a journey into comics. Back before I had my podcast, uh, I had a segment on Journey into Comics where I would come in and talk about whatever I wanted. And my topic for that particular episode was um, drunk stories, like mm. and, and like drunk whatever. Like kind of like drunk history on Comedy Central. No, drunk history is like explain, dude. I want to do something like that though. <laughs> uh, but no, I was like tell tell a really awesome drunk story you have, and I really only have one, and that's what is referred to as the Blaining. I have a fun drunk story, but we'll listen to yours first. Oh, I was, I'm, I'm going to tell it regardless, but <laughs> I like want to hear yours first, and then then we'll go into mine because mine is this can take a minute. Mine will take just as long. Okay, mine won't take long. <laughs> we played quarters. He drank Malibu. He got white girl wasted. <laughs> I'm not allowed to drink Malibu. Nope, it's just the rule. <laughs> I'm not drunk, guys. Felipe, you set that for 25 minutes. We understand, but I'm not drunk. Just go to bed. <laughs> okay, so the blaming. We got a couple drunk stories. Yeah. <laughs> back backstory. So I was on night shift. Uh, my friend Alan, he was about to have a kid. So and every week we would just come over and hang out, play Monster Hunter, get drunk uh, after work every Tuesday. And um, so he was about to he was about to have a kid. So he's like, hey, this is all gonna have to stop pretty soon. Like I'm not gonna be able to do this all the time. So let's have like one last hurrah. 
so we we get off work it's a saturday night get off work i think 12 12 one o'clock in the morning oh shit you guys got off at like eight eight hours yeah no it, it wasn't bad it wasn't bad so we, <laughs> we go to the liquor store and the plan was so we were gonna we were gonna play edward 40 hands I've never played that. I've never even heard of that. What's that? Never... Oh, oh, boy. Seen... No, I don't know what that so... is. <laughs> I'm saying it's to play on Edward's what? scissor hands. <laughs> What's hilarious is my girlfriend has wanted to hear this for so long and she's not even paying attention. Ha 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 Still not paying attention. Um, so Edward 40 hands is you take two, each person participating takes two 40 ounce malt liquors, beers, whatever, and they duct, they get duct taped to their hands. <laughs> and you have to drink both of them before you can get your hands free the trick is you can't you gotta drink them before you gotta piss and you gotta drink them before they get warm or else they suck uh-huh. I mean they suck regardless but yeah, <laughs> yeah. so we uh, the plan was to do that get some mad mushroom pizza uh, play guitar hero have fun whatever who doesn't love guitar just get hero? fucking wasted who doesn't I love mushroom pizza Mad mushroom pizza. I don't oh, like mushroom I don't pizza. like mushroom pizza. Oh, I, but no. Oh, okay. So that a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> so fun. Um, so I, I I got my two forties. I I got a six pack of Alpha King uh, from Three Floyds. Like I was ready to go. Three Floyds. I was Love ready to go, pizza. and uh, so we we begin we begin the Edward Forty Hands, and I ended up losing. By by losing, I mean I, I finished last, uh, and they. Uh, the, what happened was I sat down at some point, and then when I stood back up, uh, all of it, all the blood circulated through my body. And <laughs> that's when all the alcohol hit me, and I was oh. like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and so I'm just sitting there, drunk for like, just drunk off my ass for like an hour, and finally I just. I finish it and I, I, I just, I, st- I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna throw up. And I'm like, and I ended up somewhat projectile vomiting across the room. Oh, uh. like spread, like, like, you know, like <laughs> garden hose spread. Cause I was, in the, I knew it was happening. So I was oh, getting like, up. Picture is like scary movie too, where they're just like, <laughs> think, of, think of how this would, the, the wave would happen. <laughs> So, because that happened because I was standing up and turning really quickly to run to the bathroom because I knew it was coming. Didn't make it, obviously, until... So, I ran in there, finished doing my thing, you know, throwing up and shit. And I uh, come back out. My buddy Alan's like, hey, dude, uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about the mess. We got it. Uh, here's some clothes you can change it into because I got a little bit on me. I got a little mess on me. <laughs> um, so, I, I changed into those clothes. I go sit down. They gave me a glass of water because I am fucked up and <laughs> i'm fucking dying me <laughs> I, was, I was fucked uh and so so i, I sit down i'm drinking water and i'm like it, it's not sitting right it's not sitting right so I, i'm like yep i know i have to throw up again so <laughs> i i get up go to the bathroom of course i throw up and while i'm like sitting there on my knees praising the porcelain god you know i had i'm like I got a shit. <laughs> so, so I get up. I wipe my mouth up. I get up. I pull my pants down. You know, I, I do my business. I take my shit. <laughs> hey, Facebook Live. Mom, Dad, uh, making you proud right now. I take my shit. 
Oh man. And I and of course like just I'm just like I said I'm fucked. I'm fucking gone. And I'm so I'm just sitting there for like a good 20 minutes just sitting there. <laughs> just drunk. <laughs> sitting there at the toilet. It's feeling pathetic. And then, and I'm like, "Uh." <laughs> Finally I'm like, "Oh man, I think I have to throw up again." So, I wipe my ass, pull up my pants. <laughs> Which are gym shorts and underwear at this point. Yeah. And I pull up my pants. I turn around. I start throwing up. But nothing's coming out. Oh. This like end. Dry heaving kind of thing? Nothing's coming out this end. Oh. <laughs> 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 nothing's coming out of my face. It's It, it was it was literally dry heaving. <laughs> however. <laughs> however. Uh, what I thought was going to be. What, what I thought was going to be a fart was. A lot of shit. <laughs> don't, you, don't you hate that? <laughs> oh man! And you know what? What sucked was I couldn't stop dry heaving. So I'm stuck there, dry heaving, trying, and like every time I heave, I am clenching my every ass. Every time your abs can just contract, yeah, fucking more shit. I swear, I am clenching my asshole tighter than I have ever clenched it in my goddamn life, and nothing is stopping this shit from coming out. <laughs> and so like I like I can literally feel it like coming out of my underwear and going down my legs onto the floor. Oh, so bad. It is the worst. It is the absolute worst. And it, it, it like I it, this just keeps happening. That's a good question. I'd rather get puke on the floor than poop. I was drunk. Dry, I'm dry heaving. Nothing's coming out, but I'm shitting. I'm gonna just keep on putting my face in the toilet. (laughs) She's listening now. She's listening now. As soon as I mentioned shitting all over the floor, it's yeah. Well, her face. As soon as she said shitting on the floor, she looked at me and goes, "What the fuck?" (laughs) So so, uh, I finally. I finally stopped dry, dry heaving, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I look down, and it's just, it's just a mess. <laughs> I, I, I start. I was like, "All right, time to deal with this." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't want to call it the blame. I call it the brownie. <laughs> oh god! Uh, no. So I, I start taking toilet this paper. The happening. I, I, this is the scary version of the happening. Mm, it's the blaming. Um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, I said that earlier, but we, you we pointed out that you like wanted to hear this for so long and you weren't paying attention. Yeah. And then as soon as you start paying attention, he's talking about shitting on the floor. Goodbye. So I picked up some stuff, and actually those pickups were on the last episode. But I I will go first because I'm always on the show. Fair enough. <laughs> it's kind of my show. I can decide who goes first, last, whenever. So these are the two games that I teased that I was getting in the mail, and they actually arrived, you know, two days after we recorded the last episode. But first up is This is the Police for the Switch. Uh, I haven't seen this in physical local it is available digitally uh, this is 30 dollars physical or digital so boom there you go and it's relatable to the story that we just told it yes. is <laughs> actually is nice segue you know we were walking me and myself and miranda were walking down the mall and i was like hey look that's where it happened <laughs> i just pointed at the store i'm like that's where it happened you just got tased bro <laughs> great story blaine <laughs> you're welcome so 
Uh, this got recommended by a coworker, Matt, and he said he has it on PC and said it was pretty good, but he doesn't want to spend another thirty dollars on it because he on PC you can get this for even cheaper. Hint, but I'm not a PC gamer whatsoever. I don't like to mess with it. I don't want to sit there and tinker. I want to play games because knowing me, I'm gonna bit get more into tinkering with it than I would actually like. All right, I can play games now. Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm an Age of Empires guy if I'm playing PC. Yeah, yeah well, you know. <laughs> That's like, it. When I sold all my crap, which I've told the story here multiple times, and I tried to go to PC to like start gaming over there, there was I got a game on the Steam sale, and it was the scholarship edition of Bully. I That's love cool. that game. I love Bully. Bully's great. And I'm like, awesome. It's on Steam. My computer. I was like, I, man, I can. I have more than enough stuff to run this. But it's a shitty ass port. Yeah. And Rockstar did a shitty port of it, and they didn't fix it because they don't care. So I had to go through find a fan-made patch for this game, turn off certain settings to make this patch work right, and lower my settings, lower than what, like, than what the recommended is, which I exceeded, to even make the game runnable. Mm. And then I vastly discovered that I am not a mouse and PC guy, or a mouse and keyboard guy. I don't care for it myself. My God. If I can just click around, I'm good. Like, if I'm doing this... <laughs> Yeah. No. Got to have a controller. I, I, every time I get into a discussion with somebody on mouse and keyboard versus controller, you know, almost always they say, well, it's it's more responsive and, you know, it's it's just better. I'm sorry. It's just better is not a good... No, it's not, but it, it is more responsive. I'll give it that. Uh, I, the little bit of outside of RTS is uh, that I've played on PC. I, play, I used to play Carnivores, which was... Uh, uh, dinosaur hunting simulator, which is badass. Yes, it was awesome. I, I, I was, I got pretty good with the W for walk and strafe and all that bullshit. And yeah, carnivores is great. The yeah. second one's even better. Oh yeah, and Ice Age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played all of them, including Cityscapes. That was terrible, but I played it anyway. I didn't play that one. Uh, it's it's more story based and mission based than hunting. But uh, what else have I... I tried playing the Bionicle game. <laughs> Mask of Light game. Yes. Uh, and then... But yeah, PC, I can't get into it. Like, I've tried... I think I played Chronicles of Riddick on PC when it first came out. Is that Butcher the, Bay. Butcher Bay. Yeah. Because my that, uncle Because that was it. PC and Xbox. Yeah. With, 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 is that an Xbox exclusive? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. What? And I, 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 my uncle had it for PC, so I played, a, I played for a while on that. Don't get me wrong. I, I love... Um, PC for RTSs, you know, because our oh, yeah. our library of RTSs is very limited on consoles. I mean, Ruse was a flop. As much as I loved Ruse on 360, it was fantastic in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Halo Wars. Halo Wars is the big one. That's really all you've got. There's nothing really to Halo Wars. I I, I didn't enjoy it gameplay wise. I I loved the cinematics. That's what I played for. Yeah. And those were out of this world for that time. Right. But uh, RTS is with mouse and keyboard. You know, there's not there's not really any other way. But if I'm gonna pl- if I'm gonna around. if I'm gonna play a first person shooter, I want it all right here. Oh yeah. So I didn't have a controller that was compatible with my PC. Mm-hmm. I got rid of my 360, so that was gone. All I had was PS3 controller. So I hooked it up via USB. Had to download something called Xpatter. And I had to trick my PC into thinking it was a 360 controller. <laughs> That's too much work for me. It was way too much work. I hated it. I hated every minute of it. The only thing that I actually played 
that ran well, that worked good, was gone home. Uh, and I enjoy. I mean, okay, so my PC, it would run Kotar just fine. It, it even ran like Fallout New Vegas, perfectly fine. Had no issues. Bully, I had. I do. I had to work two nights to figure that thing out just yeah. to be able to. Play. And I'm like, I no, I'm putting my game in and I'm playing it. And that deterred me so hardcore that I went. I did a U-turn and rebought all my shit almost. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Kotor because that was the other one of the other games. That and the actual the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Those are the two other games that I tried on PC, and I was just like, no, not doing this. They actually, um, not for Kotor one, but Kotor two, they have patched for HD for a 4K version and you can actually utilize an Xbox One controller for Oh yeah. Hmm. They they were supposed I remember fans were working on a, a like a, a finished game patch. Yes, and that actually does exist, yeah. Oh, it's, it's it actually they finished it. No, uh, I want to say yes. I think it was a build. It was something that they just kept adding to. Right. And and that um, might be, but um, but this game that I mentioned like 10 minutes ago, it's called <laughs> This is the Police. And what it is is that you basically manage a police station or whatever. You have to this dude is like three days from retirement. Like, I, no, seriously, he's, he's going to retire. I don't think it's three days, though. Not like Lethal Weapon, but take the role of gritty. <laughs> take the role of gritty police chief Jack Boyd and come face to face with the ugly underbelly of Freeburg. <laughs> I love the uh, name, Jack. How can you beat that for yeah. a police officer? And Freeburg. Love it. <laughs> it, it actually sounds like a place from like Doug. Yes, like, from that's the, what from I was. That's exactly what I was thinking. Bluffington. Uh, anyway, a, a city spiraling, a city spiraling the drain. Will Jack reach his retirement with a nice stack of bills, or will he end up broken? Shut up. We're talking about this is the police. Yeah, shut up, cat. Shut up, cat. Or worse, manage your staff, respond to emergencies, and investigate crimes in a city on the brink of Don't chaos. The mafia underworld maneuvers behind the scenes, sinking their claws ever deeper into the city even as the mayor is ready to exploit every situation to his political advantage. So this is a like a thinking game. You've got to think about your staff. You have to respond. This isn't like a big action game where you're a cop. This is a take your time. You've got, I can't remember how many days to, to, to beat the game. But I go through stages when I really like stuff like that, yeah. and then other times I just want no part of it. I think, it, I think this is going to be a really good, like, Pick it up and play it for a while. Put it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's where those really shine. Yeah, when, what's cool about it is that okay, so you have a certain time limit to beat the game, from what I understand, before he retires. And but every time you play the game, it's it's kind of different. You get other cases, you get stuff that happens kind of different along the way. So it's got some replayability. Of course, as always, nothing in the goddamn case at all. There's spots here for stuff. That little cartridge is cool though. Yeah, but it it is. Don't lick it. Don't lick it. No, dude. They put like a coating on, or, 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 on the cartridge to make it like taste really bitter. And Okay. Uh, you tasted it. I did, yes. Why well, did they do that? I don't know. I'm assuming to keep animals. Animals children. or small children. Small children. But um, when we first reviewed the Switch, when, when Silent Rob got his, and... Um, Originally, we weren't going to do it, and I'm just—I kept staring at him. Like, <laughs> I watched the video. You're just like, you're eyeing it. Like every now and then, you're just like looking at it. I'll, I was, I was like, I'm trying to think about how entertaining is this going to be. 
And how bad can it be? Right. Pretty bad. <laughs> not the worst thing. But not because, but but it's enough to where I don't want to do it again. Fair enough. Up next from Square is I Am Setsuna, physical copy on the Switch. This is a downloadable game that came out for the PS4, PC, maybe Vita. Vita might have, might got a version of this, and then it also got a Switch port. It's it is a downloadable game, and the only physical copy that you can get that will play in English is this version because this is the Japanese version. And I got it. This actually has stuff in here, by mm. the way, but you can't read it because it's all in Japanese. I got a code, but I don't know what it's for. Uh, the version that I got on Amazon actually came with a custom print English because this is the Japanese uh, ah, cool. cover where it has the Japanese writing and it's like, you're just like, blah, 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 what's going on here? Uh, of course, uh, when I found out about this, I think it was in a YouTube video for My Life in Gaming where they talked about, you know, f- uh, import-friendly games. And, and they did like a list of them like... If you import a game on the PS4, it'll play because the PS4 and the PS Vita are both uh, region free. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be good. However, be careful because you want to make sure that you're able to play it, like read it, and all that kind of stuff. Right. For this game, uh, when you put this game into an English switch with the language set to English, it'll automatically set the language for the game into English. So then, there are some voices that they're all in Japanese, but then you'll be able to read the whole game. So I don't know if the English version has English little, hey, oh, that's nice. So whatever, those little quips of lines where someone has like, Persona does this a lot, where they have like big, long cut scenes and then for like other small stuff where someone goes, yeah, but there's like three lines of dialogue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but this game, I have said Suna, uh, this game is made by Square. It was, I want to say, made by the Tokyo RPG Factory. Maybe. Uh, I'm actually not 100% on that. I want it. Yes, ah, there it is right there. I see it. All right. It's developed by our Tokyo RPG Factory. I was right on the money. Cool. And what this is, is that this is heavily inspired by Chrono Trigger. The uh, the gameplay, it has all the, it has all your team up techs where you can have three people and then two people came up for a one move and all that kind of stuff. I love Chrono Trigger to death. So this game I've heard is not as good as Chrono Trigger, but it's a pretty cool game. Uh, and it can be relatively short. Now, this game, downloadable on the Switch, is $40. Just recently, you missed it, guys. It was on sale for $23. This physical copy was $54. <laughs> and why the, why the price jumps? For the physical? Mm-hmm. I assume because it's an import. That was my biggest like, assumption for that. I'm a physical collector. And uh, right now, the only Switch game I don't own physically is Super Mario Odyssey because I got a download code when I got the system. Mm-hmm. And I'm not willing to spend $60 on that game right now because I have it perfectly playable. One day, I will own it. I was going to say, you wait a couple years and you'll be able to get it for 20 bucks yeah. or less, you know? Exactly. And then, like, I'm not in a hurry to go out and buy that because it's Super Mario Odyssey. There are going to be enough copies for everybody. Mm-hmm.
sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Legitimately. Okay. Right. So we've been meaning to do this one for a while. Um, this is the vibrator episode. And I'm not entirely... We have no idea what the format's going to be. But we're going to talk about our vibrators. Of which I seem to have way more than Joanna. So <laughs> that are not broken either. Yeah. Well, I mean, there have been many before this that have broken. But now I invest in quality products. So with, you know, discount coupons for Adam and Eve that make everything. Like, you can sign up with multiple emails and get your first product for half off. So. I need to get on that. Yeah. Or, you know, Amazon. Because, you know, Amazon's good for everything. I have a few on the wish list. Mm -hmm. There's a triple threat one on there, and I'm kind of intrigued by it. I've always wanted one of those. Yeah. It kind of, it looks a little weird. It's purple. (laughs) They always look weird. But. It's like a squid. Yeah. (laughs) That's purple. Missing some legs, but yeah. But yeah, I'm into it. (laughs) (laughs) Next time on Dances with Squids. <laughs> well, I'm into the vibrator, not into squids. Those, they are kind of cool, but I'm not into them. Those, well, it sounded like you were like, oh yeah, I like the squid vibe. <laughs> That's why I went with it. <clears throat> okay. Pet fits really Should I go this. first? Yes. Okay, I'm going to start with the cheapest one. Because who doesn't love cheap? It's the Shibari um, on Amazon uh, mini magic wand. And it is waterproof and rechargeable. I think it cost me $35. And it's fucking powerful, man. <laughs> yeah, Pat fits attention. Pat, Patty's, <laughs> they probably can't hear me over this. Uh, Patty's like... What is that? <laughs> but it's really strong. It's got several speeds and patterns. And the head is really freaking flexible. So it's like fantastic. And don't worry. These have all been cleaned very well. The power button is the bottom one. There you go. It had a power symbol on it. But you're not wearing your glasses. Nope. <laughs> Every... Well, I guess one of them's pink. Holy shit. What? It's just really intense my hand it is my hand feels good i can't like (laughs) i can't use it on high because it's too hardcore i could i think i could do it on high (laughs) no no okay i'll get one and (laughs) we will i'll send you the link (laughs) try me bitch (laughs) it's like i'm gearing up for some fucking like marathon or something but really it's just i'm gonna get this vibrator all the way up we're gonna start on low and work our way up (laughs) one day i'll just start right on the high (laughs) instantly die and then you're like "Ah." i actually this makes me think of a meme meme time i hope that i can find it right my goodness friends sent me this. I see this. It's like some... 
Yes. Um, it's a classic um, painting of someone, and their eyes are rolling all around. <laughs> I, did, I can't remember what it says. It says testing out your new vibrator on the highest setting. Yes. <laughs> All right, so I don't know what the price point of your vibrator is. It was 80 Okay, so this one is still more expensive than that. So this one, I have no idea what brand it is because it doesn't say on here. <laughs> um, and it's I've had it for like two years almost. So um, it's just a, a standard style vibrator, um, but it is also waterproof and rechargeable and rechargeable vibrators are the best thing in the entire world you don't even have to worry about batteries this one actually works like you can use it while it's charging oh, that's yeah nice. so you're never without vibration when you need it um and it's like the really nice slick silicone so i love that the only thing that I don't like about it is that the silicone is really loose. So the button used to be here, but now it's here. Weird. So that is a very intense vibration. Though. Yes. That's, it starts on high. But yeah. So like the silicone has rotated around the vibrator so that the button is no longer under where the button is supposed to be. And um, it used to be under like one of the ribs in it. Um, so I had to, like, hunt for it every time. I was like, where the fuck is the button? I'm done! Turn off! I can't handle you right now. I'm really imagining this happening. <laughs> no, I would take it away. Obviously. I'm not, like, sitting there like, okay, let's turn it off now. <laughs> I'm not that dumb, gosh. You're just that intense, like, okay, turn <laughs> This one's easy to find the button. Yeah, I mean, it lights <laughs> up. Yeah, but I'll tell you my angry my angry story about how bright that light is later. Oh, okay. We were, we were talking about it, and I was like, wait, we're not recording yet. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's going to town on his junk right now. He does that? It's so loud. <laughs> You know, we're talking about vibrators. He has to play with his drunk a little bit. Yeah, he's like, Mom. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> no, like the conversation about not you specifically. I don't know where you're going with I don't this. either. I don't. <laughs> the fuck am I trying to say? <laughs> I don't know. My brain is goo. <laughs> Did we talk about your last one? No, because it's more expensive than yours. Oh, we're going by Oaks. I figured, because, yeah. Well, this is the shit. I think it's called Evolved. Yeah. The Raging Rabbit. Raging Rabbit. <laughs> I really did like the name. It just sounded really <laughs> intense. But it has this little spot up here where it goes up a little bit, so it hits the G spot pretty nicely. Yeah. It's, it's nice and slim. Yes. I, I have to have the slim one. Remember that last one that I had? Yes. Yeah. I, God, what was that? It, it was just a normal rabbit yeah. vibrator. Anyway, to the viewers that don't know this story, 
you know, it has the little beads that go around and it has the little rabbit ears for your clit area. And the clit area was all I got to use <laughs> because the beads didn't roll around. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> it would just kind of sit and twitch a little bit and slowly eat. <laughs> and that wasn't as pleasurable as you might think. Yeah. It didn't all the way around. It just. <laughs> the sound effects. The sound <laughs> but they're so accurate. So accurate. She's painting such a dramatic word picture right now. <laughs> It was a dramatic thing. I was really mad that. I was, well, yeah, I would be too. You know, you can't take it back and be like, "Yeah, it doesn't fit. It, does, <laughs> it just doesn't fit. One size does not fit all." But because so, you know they'd be wondering, "Hot dog in a hallway," which doesn't exist. But that's what you know. It's a, why is it always creepy dudes that work at those kind of stores? That's why I, I order know. online, man. But it'd be the opposite. Be, I'm too tight for this vibrator. <laughs> Doesn't do anything. They'd be like, uh-huh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> we don't take returns. <laughs> Thank you. So anyway, I got a smaller one this time. Figured it'd be easier. But apparently I'm just a little bit too intense with it. <laughs> with As the button panel. <laughs> I kind of get really dramatic. <coughs> with myself so it just no it, it was in the middle and I felt it rip off I'm like just gonna keep going <laughs> it's fine However, this is fine the, but the most agitating thing about it it does not you can't use it while it's charging so if you forget to charge it and you're about to get off all of a sudden it just <sighs> let me tell you something hate you. about this last one that I <laughs> talked about the standard vibrator not only can you charge it and use it at the same time, I literally went like six months of very regular use not and didn't charge it at all. It has a ridiculously long battery life. It's time for Brews with Dudes. Ah, juicy. It was amazing how Austin was getting through that fucking snow. It was fucking beautiful. Beautiful! Everyone else was driving like they'd never seen snow, and Austin's like, ah, we're up above the world in this big-ass truck, and we just flew right through it. (laughs) It was great. Hey, the best part was like, fuck you! Oh, yeah! I forgot when you did that to that one guy. (laughs) Oh, shit! Well, he had it coming to him. You would say that. You would say that. Well, you were there. He cut me off and about put me in the back of him. How how he did slowed up on me. He was not. He was not in the right. But now that we think about it, the funny that was funny when you was like, "Yeah, well, fuck you." (laughs) It was a very passionate fuck off. Man, (laughs) it was arm fully extended out the window. (laughs) Right after. The biggest loogie I could pull up at the time. Oh, oh yeah! And launched this car. And launched it out and the window, leaning out the car. I. <laughs> I totally forgot that you spit at him too. 
goddamn, that was classic. Oh man, it was brilliant. I love. Think that would be classified as road rage. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be road rage. But when we're driving in a near whiteout blizzard. Do in it. the dark, and Do you decide to just, and you decide to just cut out in front of me while I'm going past you, and almost cause me to either go into you or out off the lane or into somebody else. I could, I could understand a little bit of a. Oh, I totally understand. I'm just pointing out the obvious. There was a couple times where I felt that motherfucker ass saying just loosen up. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Phrasing. Phrasing. Boom. Awesome. Guys, finish that up. Let's move on. We're 10 minutes in. We still got five more beers to go. We got enough time. We got time, but we're not trying to be here all night. That was smooth. It was just, it was so good. It was good. I know you were trying to hold on to it as long as you could. I was no. thinking, it tastes pretty milky. Did you Did you think that's, that? That's the lactose sugar. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Yes. A lot that would of, make sense. It's a very uh, prominent ingredient in the milk stuff you'll get. That's what helps give it its creaminess is the lactose no. sugar. No, that just makes too much sense. Shit. Why you look so confused right now, then? I mean, a smart ass. <laughs> or maybe I'm just hiding the fact that I'm a dumbass. I, I, either way, it's unimportant. You little details. Stop confusing little details. Yourself, bro. It, it, wasn't, it was a look of... Yeah, that... Those thoughts connect now. Okay, that, that now makes sense. <laughs> Why didn't I think that before? Alright. Cat's out of the bag. Hmm. I'm a dumbass. But it's a it's a learning process. Hey Zach, you know everybody your... learns something new every day. Zach, you're not on your bike no more. Take your helmet off. Gotcha, gotcha. Are you guys being rude? No, we're being assholes. Hey, rude. It happened. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, dog. No. Help me out here. Rude's not a compliment. Asshole is a compliment. I should be being an asshole, being funny. All right, we are moving on, guys. Holy shit. Wow, that's, that's hefty. This is darkness. That's hefty. Did we just bust open an oil can over here? That's what Ooh. it looks like. Ooh. It's, it's not it looks even... so pretty. <laughs> I, I don't... Okay, there it is. If I were a police officer, I'd be scared of this. Oh, but what the hell? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll take offense to that. <laughs> Hold on, it is that hey, black. Hey, hey, too much. Too much. This thing might have a weapon on it. No, it's not OJ. All right. Creed is, Creed is not having the jokes anymore. <laughs> the glove doesn't fit, all right? But he did it. He wrote a book about it. He wrote a book about how he would have done it. That fucking asshole. All right, we're moving into another one from 18th Street. This is the Hunter Double Milk Stout, brewed with lactose, sugar, and cocoa nibs. Not just cocoa nibs. Cocoa. No, these cocoa nibs with cinnamon and vanilla added. Ooh, can't forget that. Ooh. You're right. Ooh, can't forget that. Ooh. Ooh. All right, guys. Let's dive right on in. I'm excited about this one. Oh my goodness. Mm. That's just so damn smooth. For a stout, is I'm a stout it. correct? That's pretty good. It's very sweet for being a stout, yeah. Being around with y'all right now. Y'all look at this fucking beer starting to grow on me. This chocolate tasting beer. See? Here we are again. Doesn't it taste four, good though? Four episodes in a bad. row. It's not bad. But it's chocolate beer in his mouth. Like yeah. I said, didn't I just say, 
It's starting to grow on me. You did say it. We, I'm, I'm glad that you're coming around. There's a couple people now that have started coming up to me saying, like, man, since since we did that show, I'm really looking at beer in a whole different way when I go to the store and pick one out. I'm like, that's what we're going for, man. It's, Don't buy the same shit again and again and again. Yeah, you can enjoy something. You can have your definite go-to beer, but expanding your tastes and beer and your palates with it is very enjoyable when you're just you're drinking it to enjoy it, not just to go hang out and party and get fucking smashed right there's, there's that's what comes that. oh my god he took he literally took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> I was about to say that I was getting it. ready to say that's what that's what for. yeah for. you saw it I was yeah. right there he was like huh it was got him <laughs> alright well we are all hanging out way too much we're, we're finishing each other's sentences completing each other's thoughts we did spend like three days together right. i feel like we haven't really we haven't gotten into that yet so let's so so this is a, a special episode because all the beers we're drinking are beers that austin creed and myself picked up this past weekend when we went on a beer venture yes we, um, did. we started the weekend off by going up to uh, lakeville indiana it's right on the border between indiana and michigan uh we stayed the night there with my buddy alex alex Graw. shout, shout out. out shout out um Love you, brother. Thanks for having us out. House and uh, he has a, there was a really cool liquor store in town that, uh, it, oh, it was a liquor store. They had, they had other stuff too. But this place you walked in and you were able to mix and match every single beer. You didn't need to buy anything in a six pack. You could just mix and match everything. So you walk in and you grab your empty, empty cardboard six pack and you start picking things out. And we were there. We started the first couple minutes we're walking through is just a, it's mm. a, an echo between the three of us. Mm. Oh shit. Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh shit. There's more over here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Look wow. up. It's a bird. It's a plane. About, it's more beer. After about 30 minutes of us staring at the uh, rack of warm beer, Alex goes, oh, there's cold beer over here. And we all just go. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> it was a, it was a great time. So we we went back. We did Cards Against Humanity. That's what we did. I must say, I mm -hmm. must say that that was the longest I've ever been in a liquor store. Yeah, we were hanging out. We were we were we were posted up at the liquor store checking out beer. It was Can fun. you imagine they wow. was able to give us samples? Oh, we would have never oh, we, left. Mm. Would have been there all night. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, if we drove my truck, I would have, you know. Put my tent up. <laughs> <laughs> Pitching a tent at the liquor store. So that was that was all good and fun. We woke up early the next day and uh, uh somebody forgot to turn off one of the early ass alarms. Jesus, yeah, Austin. <laughs> Mr. Works at four in the fucking morning. Oh, didn't did not turn his alarms off, so we're I'm sleeping on the fucking concrete floor. That was your choice. Barely barely asleep. And there it goes. You could have curled up with me and on the did, couch. And did <laughs> did Austin turn off his alarm? No. Fuck no, he didn't. He snoozed it. So 10, 15 minutes later, it goes <laughs> off again. No, I didn't God turn it off. Damn like, it. There was three of them. Bro, it was like 4 o'clock. We don't need to argue semantics. The it's fact like, oh of my them. God. Anyway, anyway, we're getting sidetracked. So <laughs> Anyway, aside from that one hiccup. Yeah, besides that, everything went great. It so was we, good. So we powered up from, uh, from very, very tip top of Indiana, smashed up our way to Grand Rapids. And this was our first time... 
first time going to Founders. I don't know if y'all have been to Michigan before. That was your first time too? I've never been to Grand Rapids. That was the first time yeah, I'd ever been. I've not, not been to Founders, but I'd been to Michigan several times before. Yeah. I've been up that way, brewery. but I've never been to that brewery. No. So that was oh. the first time experience. So all three of us being there for the very first time. So. That was it, my first time to the actual brewery. It was massive. Yes. It was one of it was one of the biggest breweries I've ever seen. Food was good too. Uh, I I do have to say my I do have to express my disappointment in the uh, CBS release that they did. Yeah, I mean, oh. yeah. First of all, the the beer itself was amazing, but we we bought these special tickets <sighs> to go up and and get their this very special beer that they released. The it's called CBS Canadian Breakfast Stout. So we bought tickets. It came out to about fifty six bucks a piece, but you're guaranteed two bombers. Um, and. I, the thing, the, the matter was, is we walked up to the door that you're supposed to get it at, and it's like a foyer, and you walk in, show them your ticket, you get the beer, and that's it. So it wasn't like a ticket for an event like we thought we were getting in for. It was literally just a ticket to come buy this beer. I literally thought they was going to take you like on a little tour on the fucking brewery. 